Hello, friends. Welcome to episode two of the Glass Sneaker Princess podcast. Today is a Disney-centered episode, you could say. Uh, We are talking about the princesses of the Disney universe. This is probably one of (laughs) every Disney lover's favorite topics. (laughs) Um, We love to love them, right? I... Oh man, I still feel like a child and just like light up inside whenever I see a princess at a park or especially when I get to meet one. I just I just kind of fangirl and say weird things and then, you know, take a picture and can't believe I just met a met Ariel. I just I just met a princess or I can't believe I met whoever. Even 20 feet away though, I'm like oh, there there they are. There they are. Oh. I don't know, and I, I'm fully aware that, you know, this is like an actress who I'm sure went through many auditions, having to have the right look and the right sound and fit the clothes and be the right height and all the stuff that goes with it. So it's probably very, very challenging to get that role. Um, so I, I hope they're happy doing it. They make so many others happy and you just, they just bring it to life. They bring it off of the... TV screen, so to speak. It's it's a whole different experience to meet one of them in the parks in person. It really is. <laughs> um, so I have my list here, and this whole thing kind of got me thinking of why why the title of princess. Why is that the title that's like what about that is attractive to the people that watch these movies and my theory is it's because they're still relatable as they are in an age where it's still acceptable to be making mistakes does that make sense like they're still learning how to be a human how to be an adult how to you know play nice with others so to speak um I feel like the title of queen is much more adult. And by the time you get to a king or a queen, you're supposed to have all the answers because the people in your kingdom look to you to do what's right, to to lead, to answer for things. Um, And a princess wouldn't know how to do that. And I feel like, like, nor should they. Um, Because of their... They're just still youthful to me, right? They're still... It's okay to not get it right the first time. And I feel like it's much more forgivable when a child does it versus the, the queen of the land, right? And I, if I'm correct, they're mostly under 20. They're definitely under 25. Um, but I think most of the... Like, isn't Snow White like 14 or something? And Aurora is 16 or so. So I think... Maybe that's what's attractive is just because you suddenly turn 18 doesn't mean you're never allowed to make a mistake ever again (laughs) or won't. Um, But I think like especially a princess being in the spotlight, it's okay to, yeah, to, to be making mistakes and not have it be the end of the world quite yet, right? Because not the world isn't resting on your shoulders like it would the leader of the of the kingdom. That's just kind of my theory. Um, Okay, let's get into the list, shall we? Uh, I do have them in order of appearance. 
but I've kind of I've divided them into three categories here. So the first grouping, if you will, is Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty, the first three. Now these came out, I think Snow White was the 30s, Cinderella the 40s, and Sleeping Beauty the late 50s, I want to say. Um, so to me, this category, they are the classics. I completely understand that. To me, they are also dated, and it shows, right? These are these are reflections of the time periods in which they were made. Um, you know, literally Snow White is not supposed to leave the house or else something awful is going to happen to her. Um, Cinderella, you know, you put a pretty dress on a pretty girl and brush her hair, she gets the prince, you know? Um, it has nothing to do with who any of them are. Um, so they're just... They're just kind of dated for me, and it's hard to get on board. I, I, of course I do love them, because they are who I grew up on as well. Um, you know, I was born before Ariel. <laughs> um, so Sleeping Beauty was a big a big one for me, because my mom used to sing me that I Know You song. That was my lullaby. Um, and I just, I love her pink dress. It's my favorite of the royal dresses, and my favorite color is pink. I loved her blonde hair. I thought it was so pretty, her long curled at the end hair. I just loved her. Um, so I get it and I'm not trying to, you know, bust anybody's vision of these gals. In my opinion, these movies are, are dated because they are, and they accurately reflect the women's role in the time they were made. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. I'm not trying to badmouth them <laughs> or badmouth the movie or anything like that. I think they're just indicative of their times, right? So the next group, next group, we start to see girls with opinions who are not afraid to share them. The next group, we have Ariel, Belle, Jasmine, Pocahontas, and Mulan, right? These are this is the determined, opinionated group. This group is awesome. It is This was a game changer in the Disney universe, right? We see, first we see Ariel, who's A, hardly wearing any clothing, <laughs> uh, isn't even a human, really. Um, she is talking back to her dad. Her dad then destroys all of her stuff and she runs away. Um, so she's not just a complacent you know uh, well ultimately what she does is wrong when she sells her <laughs> voice to the sea witch um but we see women standing up for themselves here um bell too bell stands her ground she she teaches us that it's uh, you know love is not skin skin deep it, it it is it is much it's in your character right because gaston is a gaston and the beast is actually human and that it's okay to be different the whole town thinks she's weird because i don't know because she's intelligent because she likes to read um but that's okay to be who you are and to like what you like right? This is awesome. Belle, I love, I love, she is my top, one of my top three. Um, 
we have Jasmine kind of following suit with Ariel. She's she's wearing clothing of her culture. Um, it's a foreign culture to America, right? Uh, so we see a lot of interesting things happening with Jasmine. She's she. I used to think she was kind of a brat, but now I think she's she's just very outspoken she's one of the most outspoken what does she say she's not the prize i'm not i'm not the prize or, or i'm not a, yeah something like that um and that's awesome i think this group really like opened the door so the next group could run through it but we'll get to that um so after jasmine is pocahontas pocahontas is totally badass you guys she's sporting a tattoo an armband tattoo, right? She has not one love interest, but two. Good for you, girl. And and we see the it's the first interracial. Um, her and John Smith. I'll, I'll say couple because they don't get married at the end. But um, Pocahontas was groundbreaking. You guys, groundbreaking. Yeah, she, well, like I said, she, she kind of, uh, fanned the flames and then Mulan took over, right? Mulan not doing a damn thing that she's supposed to be doing, um, cause she has no interest in it. She doesn't care about learning how to pour tea. She doesn't care about all that stuff in the beginning with the matchmaker, right? She doesn't really want to learn how to put on all that makeup and the dress and, and to be the homemaker, to be what her society thinks women should be and she's just she's more determined and she puts on the suit of armor and goes to defend her country and her family and the 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 armor right is is finally the thing to show her reflection on the outside that she's not just a, a girly girl she's someone with grit and she's she's determined to do whatever it takes to keep her dad safe so that's the second category and then we get into the third much more modern category 2009 and on of uh, to me these are like the much more grounded realistic um princesses and i realize that they're just a lot more modern as well uh but i like that you know disney is reflecting the change that has come in the society uh, first, we have Tiana. Tiana is my all-time favorite princess. She is my favorite princess. Tiana works two jobs. Tiana, well, how many of us have waitressed? How many of us have waitressed, right? She's earning money so that she can do other things that she wants to do. She knows she doesn't want to be a waitress forever. She wants to have her own restaurant. She's working toward her own goals and didn't need a man to do it. She didn't need a man to do it. One just kind of came into her life. But she didn't need him. And I loved that about her. She's so relatable. She's so oh, grounded and level-headed. I I love Tiana. I love the music in that one. I think her. I love her green dress, the bayou dress. I just, I love everything about her. I love Tiana. She is my number one hands down favorite princess um and then we have what else Rapunzel Merida and Moana so these 
Of these four, I'd say Rapunzel is my least favorite because she's just, to me, for coming out in 2010, she was a little bit too naive for me. Um, I, I get that she's been in a tower <laughs> like her whole life and doesn't understand the world. I, I get that. Um, and I get that that's the story. I, like, I, I completely understand. Um, but to have that kind of... I don't know, character follow Tiana was, oh man, it's hard to follow Tiana, I get that. Yeah, Rapunzel's just a little bit, she's a little bit too dated for me for coming out in 2010. Um, However, Merida and Moana, no love interest at all. Love that. You don't need a man. You don't need a man. They're also the first ones to spurt, (laughs) to spurt, to sport curly hair naturally curly hair these are my people (laughs) well merida yeah i have red curly hair that's unruly um and it's okay you guys it's it's just hair but you'll notice everybody up until then is very delicate well-placed uh neat hair and not her and that's awesome I, I love that. Um, but neither does Moana, and there's no love interest in Moana. She's finding things out about herself, and I love that, too, about her. Um, so I, I, far and away, this last category of princesses is my favorite just because it's it's much more modern and just much more realistic. Much more realistic, right? Um I think it's sad that Elsa and Anna are not really part of the, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Elsa and Anna are not part of the princess collection. Um, they are they are princesses of Arendelle. Uh, I know Elsa becomes queen pretty quickly, but she kind of doesn't though. Like she, she becomes queen and then runs away to kind of go in her own direction and with like other, th- if nobody else understands her, then she's just going to go do it alone, right? Um, and then, of course, in the second one, Anna becomes queen as well. Uh, so, I don't know. Elsa, I love. Elsa, I love as well. She's my number two. Um, for lots of reasons. I I come from a very cold place. I live in a very cold place, so <laughs> all that Nordic stuff is my up my alley. Totally up my alley. Um... Ice, ice people are my people. <laughs> uh, cold, cold people are my people. Um, I would, I would choose to be in a mountain cabin over a beach, eight days a week. Um, so I just, I like the ice. I like the snow. I like, I like the colors in this movie. I like the, the, you know, pretty, pretty uh, snowflakes and things that glitter. And I, I just, I, I love the look of it. But I also love Elsa for you know not suddenly not being afraid of who she is anymore and saying this is me Hmm." so i do love elsa and and i think my number three is is bell i have tiana elsa and bell yep because i also liked to read as a child i loved to read and she taught me that books were cool right it's it's cool to have intelligence is cool guys believe it or not you are not a nerd you are (laughs) quite desirable actually it's very attractive (laughs) 
Um, so, now let's talk dresses here. I, I love Sleeping Beauty's pink look, Tiana's green dress, the bayou dress. I love Anna's dark green dress, and I love Elsa's, the, the one in, yeah, the ones in Frozen 2, Elsa's new white look with the purple and the blue, very soft shades of those. Um, I love them. I love them. I'm not much of a poofy dress kind of girl, so, you know, Belle, Cinderella, definitely, <laughs> Ariel, definitely, when she comes out in the in her wedding dress that looks like Princess Diana's. <laughs> yikes. Um, yeah, that's a big yikes for me. But that's, the, that's what people wore in the 80s to their weddings. So I understand. I totally understand. Um, let's see. Who is your favorite sidekick? Ooh, good one. Of the princesses. I mm, I think it would be cool to have a Raja. Who wouldn't want a Raja who's a tiger but is trained like a golden retriever? <laughs> That would be awesome. I think that would be awesome. Um, I do love Bruni. And I do love Ray Ray. <laughs> uh, I think I'd have to go with with Raja. Mm -hmm. Who has the best castle? <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, good one. Ariel has two castles, you guys. And I oh that castle Eric's castle is pretty dope. It's right on the right on the sand, right on the water right there. Uh that that's pretty cool, but honestly, I would have to go with Elsa and Anna's castle. I have to go with Elsa and Anna in Arendelle. I want to live in Arendelle. <laughs> I want to live there. Mm-hmm. I do like her ice castle too. That's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, and and okay, so the last question here is best prince. Who's who's the best male half of for these for these ladies? Um, I have to go with Eric. It's Prince Eric for me. <laughs> like by a long shot. Um I think he's a really good-looking cartoon. Uh, but he also... I think it's cool he knows about boats. <laughs> and knows about uh, sea things. So, and goes to save her and all that good stuff as well. Um, although, I will say, I will... I, this is a tangent here. <sighs> it is criminal... It is criminal, you guys, how underused Santina Fontana is in, as Prince Hans. It is criminal. He has one of the best baritones in in existence in modern musical theater. If I were a man, I'd want to sound just like that. And he had like four notes to sing in Frozen. It was so sad, you guys. <laughs> It was so sad. And he just won, he won the Tony a couple of years ago for best actor in a musical. Ugh. And poor Jonathan Groff, I don't think has won a Tony. Um, 
Has Josh Gad won a Tony? I don't remember. Adina's won a Tony. Kristen Bell has not won a Tony. Uh, anyway. Anyway. A criminal. It is criminal how underused his voice is in the Frozen movie. Okay. My rant is over. My rant is over. Okay. Well, you guys. <laughs> that was the Disney princesses. Let me know what you think or who your favorite one is and why that is. Um, who's your favorite sidekick? Which I really do like which castle would you live in? That is a great... Or who has the best castle? That's a great question. Yep, I, I have to stick with... I stick with Arendelle. Mm-hmm. I have to stick with Arendelle. But any of these answers are good answers, really, truly. We love to love them, right, guys? <laughs> and if you stayed with me through the episode, thank you for listening, and I so appreciate you. And let's talk princesses. Please tell me who your favorite is and what your favorite dress is or what you know, who you loved as a child and maybe your tastes have changed now, kind of like mine did. Um, what castle would you live in, etc., etc. Um, I, I will say best princess song. Okay. Come for me. Come for me. Reflection is better than part of your world. It is a better, it is a better song. It is a better character song. It, it is a better written song I did okay anyway mm-hmm. reflection is better than part of your world <laughs> I love the music in princess and the frog I love I, I will also say I think the new husband and wife Anderson Lopez writing team is the new Mankin and Ashman and I hope that Disney continues to use them in projects because they write bangers, you guys, that show yourself banger. Love it. I love it. Uh, I, I, that movie brought me to tears from the music alone. It's so well written. Um, anyway, that's like a whole other topic. But um, yeah, let me know your thoughts and hopes and dreams and most of all wishes, I guess. <laughs> um, continue to work on your mental health. I continue to continue to work on our well-being, our inner peace. You know, we're, we're just as important. And sometimes that's hard to remember. I feel like, I feel like people kind of reawakened with a lot of entitlement. And that's hard. That's really hard to deal with on a daily basis. I guess taking a page out of the princess book just practice kindness I know that's way easier said than done and you're always having to be the bigger person and I, I, re I realize that um, but being nasty really never got me anywhere and I don't know how it gets people anywhere I don't know that's not who I want to be and who I see myself as when I fall asleep at night so you know we all just are doing the best we can so continue to do the best you can if you got out of bed today I'm proud of you my big thing was going to the store <laughs> that was my big thing for the day mm-hmm and then I didn't mm -mm, I did not leave the house again so 
we do what we can, right? So I'm here for you if you guys want to talk about anything, mental health, Disney running, or otherwise. And thank you again for listening. And we'll see you at the next one. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.